today's reading. It will seem like all hell has broken loose. Sun, moon, stars, earth, sea, in an uproar. And everyone all over the world in a panic. The wind knocked out of them by the threat of doom. The powers that be quaking. And then, and then, they will see the Son of Humanity welcome in a grand style. A glorious welcome. When all this starts to happen, up on your feet, stand tall with your heads high, for help is on the way. And then Jesus told them this story. Look at a fig tree, any tree for that matter. When the leaves begin to show, one look tells you that summer is right around the corner. The same here. When you see these things happen, you know that God's kingdom is about to be here. Don't brush this off. I am not saying this for some future generation, but for this one too. These things will happen. Sky and earth will wear out, but my words don't wear out. Be on your guard. Don't let the sharp edge of your expectation get dulled by parties, drinking, and shopping. Hello, would you like to hear that one again? You know, these are, these are the people that accuse us of being followers of Jesus that, that, that we don't, you know, that we've got it easy. That we make this theology too easy. Don't let the sharp edge of your expectations get dulled by parties, drinking, and shopping. Otherwise, the day is going to take you by complete surprise, spring on you suddenly like a trap, for it's going to come on everyone, everywhere, at once. So whatever you do, don't go to sleep at the switch. Pray constantly that you will have the strength and the wits to make it through everything that's coming and end up on your feet before the Son of Humanity. Hello. Now, you all know that this is, this is one of those apocalyptic readings, right? This is, this is what, for centuries, the evangelical church has grabbed to scare the living bejesus out of you. This is the, this is the, this is the verse that they, they put out in front of you to say, Now, you better behave because God's coming and she ain't happy. Right? Did you really listen to this close, though? This isn't really about the end of times. It's really more about to pay attention to what's going on around you. We have been saying that for a long time now. I said that a couple of years ago, that I don't understand how people can say things and not be held accountable for what they say. Amen? And yet, here we are. I don't understand how in this country, the richest country in the world, we have more money that could possibly be spent in a millennia. And yet, a week ago, somebody froze to death in this city. Oh, and I know, listen, let me tell you, I, I've gotten all the excuses. I've heard all, all the stuff. 
But folks, read the, read the signs. Don't inconvenience us. Don't make it too hard. Don't make it too complicated. Don't tell us too much. Amen. If those people would just get off of drugs, if those people would just go get a job, we used to have asylums for people that were crazy. That's all the stuff that you hear. And that's what Jesus is telling these folks too. Is look, you got to pay attention to what's going on around you. And by the way, there, there, there's a case that can be made that the kingdom that Jesus was talking about is within you. And it arrives in you when you make recognition of what your relationship with God is supposed to be all about. Now, you know, when I first read this, you, do you know? You guys are all old enough, so you'll know, I think. You know what song I thought of almost immediately? Sign, sign, everywhere there's a sign. But anyway, it, I did find some other signs across the country, um, you know, that people are supposed to pay attention to. How about this? Small town of California, sign at the lake, fishing for children only, limit three. <clears throat> In Maui, Hawaii, bottomless pit, 65 feet deep. In Austin, Texas, a sign on the balcony read, please be aware that the balcony is not at ground level. Mitchell, South Dakota has a sign that reads, safe haven for small animal hospital. Hunters welcome. This was my favorite, Los Angeles. There's a sign next to the highway that says caution, or next on a street, caution, blind drivers backing out. Also from Los Angeles, antique tables made daily. And in Racine, Wisconsin, I couldn't resist this one. Happy Easter, we rent handguns. There are signs all around us, folks, that we laugh at those because they're mistakes. But I think we do that sometimes so that we don't watch the signs that are actually right there. They're right there in front of us. I uh, had a Bible study Wednesday night and I was talking about the fellow that free, froze to death. And one of the persons in the study said to me, I don't mean to be rude, Pastor, but why the hell aren't you out there picking people up? Why don't you go out there and get him off the street? And I sat there and I thought about it, and I thought he's got a good point. Although I don't think he knew that he had made a good point. Part of his anger was he's feeling guilty, right? Because when I started talking about the fact that something needs to be done about this, you know, he doesn't drive. He doesn't have access to, to put somebody up, even if he wanted to, because where he's living, even to come for a visit, you've got to have ID and, you know, all that garbage in order to get into his building. So there's really nothing he could have done. Or is there? How about a blanket? 
How about a hygiene kit? How about a cup of coffee? How about going with somebody and just talking to somebody in the moment? You know, I, I can tell you that I realized in the moment that I was going to get angry because I thought, dude, you don't know me. And then I realized, wait a minute, I'm not doing enough. But that isn't a condemnation of me personally. It's us. It's what Jesus was talking about. This is a group exercise. Our priorities are not reading the signs. Our priorities are very individualized. I can't. I can't. I can't. Do you remember there was a former president of this country that said what? Yes, we can. I can't, but we can. I can't do this by myself. And you sitting out there, you look at that sign, you know it's all around us, you know that people need help. You can't do it by yourself. So find some people that will get together with you and do it. I, I'm still offering this challenge to city leadership and anybody that will listen to me. If you want to solve homelessness in this city, there are three things that you have to do, and you have to do them all at once. You have to make drug rehab accessible to all those who want it and need it. Number two, you need to make mental health ex treatment accessible and available to all those who need it. And number three, you have to convince the communities that do businesses in this area that they need to pay not a minimum wage, but they need to pay their employees a livable wage. Well, Pastor, you just went from preaching to meddling. I realized when I was a kid growing up in Chicago that there were people, and I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, there were people that hated the unions. You know why they hated the unions? Because the unions faced private corporations to offer their employees health benefits. Unions made sure that corporations didn't fire you just for the hell of firing you. They made and negotiated a living wage for their members. Now, yes, I could sit here and tell you that it got out of control and there's power and that always goes along. But you know what? That's what's got to happen. I remember the hospitals in Chicago sitting there going when the Teamsters threatened to go out on strike because they were trying to get a benefits package for the nurses. And the hospital said, we will go out of business if we have to take this union contract. Brothers and sisters, they took the contract. How many hospitals in Chicago have gone out of business? It's called adjust. Read the signs. It's a livable wage. You cannot expect people to be in this world if we don't come together and work together. Work together to solve the issue. And oh, by the way, this is the way I'm going to end this. Because in the end, it doesn't matter what's going to happen when Jesus gets here. Because when Jesus gets here, this all changes, amen? It's all done. It's finished. It is far 
too late. Yeah. So the question in Advent is, the question in Advent is, what the hell are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? God bless you.